Lower your expectations. Season 3, it's a hockey podcast and Lance, Coach, and Randall. Um, all right. Well, our, our next topic is a topic that I don't believe we have ever touched upon. And that topic is the, uh, the um, aspect of hockey known as team captaincy. Uh, some teams don't have a captain. Um, I will say this. I, NHL uh, fans, my gosh, there is nothing that gets uh, that that gets fans more hyped up and uh, uh, excited than the discussion of a team captain and whether that team, whether that player is a good captain or a bad captain, and what what's the responsibility of the captain and blah blah blah. Uh, and then, of course, with captaincy, there is assistant captains. So um, I there's just so much about this topic to discuss and so i throw it out to you guys team captaincy team assistant captaincy there's some stories that we all know that are just (laughs) fantastic especially in the youth hockey uh community and so uh who wants to start Uh, let me let me let me i think randy let me tee this one off uh because i got an uh, email from a, a parent down in san diego and, you know, anything could happen in San Diego. So don't t- take this with a, a grain of salt because it's San Diego. Anything can happen there. Anything. Uh, but um, uh, her... except, except for new rinks being built. No, <laughs> no that's not going to happen. Uh, but um, uh, and I, I think this might uh, uh, resonate with some of you out there who have had uh, uh, kids uh, on a hockey team. Uh, some of whom probably deserve their captains and assistant captainships. Some of them you may have a valid argument that they don't don't deserve it or or really it wasn't fair. Um, but uh, this this is borderline child abuse if you ask me. Uh, they had each member of the team instead of like writing down their choices, they had to go in and present in front of the council of coaches. Uh, their choice for captain and assistant captain. And they had to walk in and tell them this. Uh, and there's there's a little piece of the story I'm withholding. We'll get to it. So all these kids were marched up in front uh, of these people uh, and they walked out. And uh, and then the decision uh, was was uh, put out a, a, and it was it was astounding. It was the most shocking thing. I mean, no one saw it coming. And uh, I think all of San Diego probably uh, just never would have seen it coming. Anyway, um, the coach's son became the captain. The two assistant coach's sons became the two assistants. And that was something, I mean, like nobody saw that coming. Right. After all these kids were marched in to tell their coach who has a kid on the team and uh, and the assistant coaches who have kids on the team, uh, who they think should be captain? Uh, I, I'm, I'm just shocking. It was amazing. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" Um, so, uh, a good way, Randy, moment for everyone, I'm sure. Quietly, I mean, if you want your guys, coaches, fragile eagle go coaches, dad coaches. If you want to put your kid as the captain and the assistant coach, just do it quietly. Don't march a bunch of kids up in front of you and say, oh, this was all done above board. Nobody had any finger on the scale here. 
I was just counting them as they came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Don't you wish that they recorded the, these? Oh uh, these my votes god! With, uh, I'd oh. love to watch that reel. Watch I think the flop be... sweat on the little kids as they look. I know with the three adults in front of them. Oh, uh, uh, I think uh, your child, and your uh, child, Billy. Child. Billy's the best, the captain. Oh. Billy on, on our team, Dave. I mean, we <laughs> which Billy? Billy Wilder thing. or Billy Donston? Oh, you're Coach Wilder. Coach Wilder's son. Uh, on our team, we had the next best thing to video because my sons were taking straw straw polls. They right. were hitting the guys after they were coming out of the polling booth. See, I, I know, I know this story. How yeah, we know this <laughs> so, story. We've done this. Yeah, you got You got to tell. Yeah. you got to tell. Well, I meant, uh, like I said, there were certain kids that were extremely popular on the team, and there were certain kids that were not that popular on the team. And lo and behold, the kid that most kids didn't particularly stand stand up for won the captaincy. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. I and mean, is there uh, a shocking aspect to? Uh... Well, that, like I said, I mean, for me, the shocking aspect was is that uh, my sons, being as industrious as they were, they were polling people as they came out, and they came up with a different vote count. <laughs> then uh, there must have been something yeah, wrong with kind the, of, the voting kind of, uh, See, I think this is a case where we've we've we all know this story so well. You, you kind of buried it a little bit. Like what happened here for for those who who are listening to this is that. Uh, there was a count. It was supposed to be uh, all the kids each voting, and the, the votes were delivered to the the coach, and the uh, and the captaincy was announced. And then, uh, well, the your your sons had already talked to everybody and said, "Who'd you vote for?" And so, <laughs> the reality is, the coach just said, "The hell with what the kids voted for." No, the the this is the kid that's going to be captain, and just. Uh, said that it was a vote, but it wasn't a vote. The the guy picked the kid that he wanted to be captain. That's exactly he selected. Uh, I think, and that's happened a lot. Uh, in uh, and wasn't this the assistant coach's kid? Exactly, assistant coach's kid was the captain who the coach loved to death, which is fine. But like you guys said, my only beef with the whole process was: look, if you think this kid earned it, yes, and this is the kid you love, then just name him captain. Don't. Don't, don't do go through charade. a show trial. That's We're exactly all, right. Yeah. March the right. kids through. It was and, a charade. Uh, That's exactly. This is you know, legitimate. Yeah. You and wonder, you thing, wonder what, ha- you know, what, what turns these kids, like, what, what's, what destroys their, their faith in, in uh, our institutions. Yeah. I mean, what I like, don't understand is why, young. You have to, why do you have to pretend like something's legitimate when it is not just make your decisions guys. That's fine. But don't make everybody go through it and then not not abide by a vote. You know, don't don't if you don't like the uh, the end of a vote, you don't get to change it. I mean, I think yeah, Trump. It's like, it's I think like Trump showed us that. Uh, yeah, Trump showed us Russia. You don't get to just change the election. You know, and uh, other people did that as well. But I'm just, it's so weird that people want a sham vote to yeah. hide behind and then give uh, because they want the they want the um, the illusion of popularity to be placed upon a uh, on their son or their favorite kid, and I'm like, why? Why do you have to do that? Just give them the captaincy and move on. You don't have to then, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, pretend that uh, somebody else, uh, you know. I, I it, it seems so. Well, we've weird we've to been me. on both sides of it because we've also been oh, on yeah. teams where 
the coach just picks a kid and um, or a couple kids and, or makes the kid the captain. And that kid uh, has a horrible year. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, you know, why did that guy pick that kid? Well, you know, I still like it the year before. Okay. I yeah. still like it better than, Hey, all of us get a vote. And then you find out that none of you had a vote because oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's much just, worse. that's but, just like, you know, to, you know, uh, God. Well, this is this is good because if there are any coaches listening, newsflash for no. you, coaches: the kids knew. They the knew kids you, always, you and the and the parents. <laughs> uh, by the way, the parents all know. I, what I love is this kind of like dance that the that sometimes you do, where like everybody knows, you know, like. Um, something about the coach and the coach thinks he's like getting away you know like oh i i I pulled one over on them you know it's not about pulling one over just do you know everyone should do their job parents should do their job be as supportive as possible be as kind uh and uh and respectful to the coach as possible coaches should do their job which is you know be forthright in in your decision making and don't necessarily try to put one over on 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 a on a, a parent because you know their kid well i i, yeah. I mean i the thing is parents are in, inherently suspicious anyway yeah and, they are uh it, but but to me the thing you know the message of this is if you think like don't treat your your players your, you know your 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 young uh, men, the mentorees here, you know, that your students don't treat them with such disrespect to think that because they're 10, 11, 12, they're clueless and they don't see right through this ridiculous uh, thing that the charade, uh, I can't think of a better word for it. Well, it's a lie too. You don't yeah. want to lie to kids. They, you know, they saw right through it. They, yeah. they, in two seconds, they knew that well, this was bunk. And there's there's another lie too, by the way. Did you ever have a coach that says, I don't have lines? I don't have a first line, second line, third line. It's just a lie. And, you know, I, I hate that part. Funny, of the because then too. when the game starts, five yeah. people go out. And yes. uh, if that's not a line, I don't know what it is. I know. And, and they act, oh, no, there's no first, second, or third line in on my teams. There are just three lines. I want to call them something. I'm like, yeah, there are. You know, we all see it. But the, there are coaches that will look you uh, like right in the eye and say, I don't have first, second and third lines. And then you watch them play line A all the time, line B some of the time and line C only in emergencies. And you're like, OK, my kid's on See, line C. This and, is what you know, ran, I had yeah. my kid on line C and I was like, I was like coach you know is there a way how do i get him off a of line c and they're like oh no there isn't a line c you know and like yes you said there is a line c oh yeah yeah i'm I was sorry just what i meant say that yeah. this is where you're so naive because the man told you i don't have a line i don't have first second and third line but he <laughs> what he didn't tell you is i have an a b and c line oh god <laughs> I know. And, uh, you know, you like, and you just, you know, you did not listen closely enough. How do I get my kid off line C then? Right. And they're like, oh, it doesn't. Why would you want? Well, to? that's a that's a line horse of a different color. Yeah. Line C is a special <laughs> line. And you're like, I know it's special. I know, coach. But yeah, uh, uh, this was uh, my uh, late bloomer who was uh, sitting on, on on a team that uh, I still remember. You know, I was like I, I had a coach once come up to me and I was like, I was like, you know, I really should drop my kid down to A if if you're not going to play. He was on line C, by the way. And he was like, well, yeah, we uh, we would play him, but we really wanted to win this game. And I was like, oh, God, you said that out loud, dude. You said I would play your son, but we really wanted to win this game. Thank you so much for that. Thank you.
Thank you so much. Right. And this was, this was a coach that had asked the son to be on double A. And I then, of course, asked to drop down. No. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, you got me. You you win. Uh, just play my kid when you want to. Don't play him when you don't want to. And it, it got better, by the way, but it was so weird. Uh, you know, this is this is what hockey's about. There'll be a coach that comes up to you, looks you straight in the face, says the most insulting thing you've ever seen heard out of a human's mouth, and then then says, but you see, it was justified, right? <laughs> and you're like, no, I don't. I'm sorry, dude. I just don't. Yeah. So so thanks for begging um, to have the kid play and then telling me that you would play him, but you want to win the game. Yeah, that's that. That's uh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's setting the bar high. Um, uh, late late bloomer though. Uh, play, kid plays amazing now. Uh, I've got to give him all this credit. Well, I, I yeah. I mean, if if anything, people have listened to this. Uh, you, you know, you've had you've had kids uh, that you know, have been talked about here that uh, represent the progeny of of the hosts of this who have been in every situation possible. And uh, that's another thing about, you know, hockey that's interesting is like you stick at it long enough, you're probably going to be in a situation where depending on the team, you, your, your kid's going to be in every one of these archetypal roles. They may be a captain one year and then the kid that doesn't get played the next year. Uh, it, it, it's, 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 you know, it's tough to kind of keep your head through through all this. And, um, and it doesn't matter, Raleigh. It doesn't matter how good your kid is. Some coach will dislike him and and crap on him too. There, you know, I I know this sounds silly, but I I've had a kid who was really really doing well, and uh, and it didn't matter. Uh, it you know, uh, I still can't believe it. it but it, you know, you could always say, hey, look at this kid. Look, he is really burning up uh, what he's doing, and a coach will look at you and go, yeah, no, I just don't feel like it. Uh, and right. Uh, uh, you know, or, or, or there's all sorts of things that that sometimes go into teams where coaches have a commitment to some somebody else. Or, yeah, no, I get it. I get and, it. And you're, and but it's you weird. It's not up front. You don't like I think people in general know like you can sort of figure it out. But uh, but then, you know, there's a commitment there and your kid is was it's not under that commitment thing. So thus they are they're like a variable. They can be uh, moved around. They're not yeah. a constant. Well, I'm just they're saying, not the constant I'm, that was agreed upon that in the equation. Yeah, I so your gotcha. kid suddenly can be wherever because they're a variable uh, BX squared. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just saying there are some weird things. I mean, don't think uh, that um, that uh, that that you are protected against the whims of uh, authority, no matter where you are in hockey, because you'll get you'll get a come up and somebody will be like. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. You know, kids well, yeah, and if you're but if no. you're feeling paranoid, a lot of times it's because you, yeah, you were right. There's there's something going on. There's a uh, something you know. Well, somebody somebody had an agreement, and somebody's a, a yeah. buddy with somebody and, else, and, and that's why also, your kids getting screwed. There's and, also like sometimes where you feel like everyone's advocating for their children now. I mean, like everyone, like everyone in the stands that you are sitting around. These lovely people who I really I do like them very much. They're nice people, um, but there are occasional the teams where like everyone's advocating for the, their kid behind your back. And that means if you're not, if you're not being a, a jerk, uh, the jerks get their way because the jerk goes and, and, you know, I, I'm not saying he shows up at the coach's house, but the jerk is constantly like talking to the coach and meeting with him and saying, blah, 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 blah. And, 
and your kid who's not a jerk or and you're trying to just let everybody do their thing they there are influence there are ways to influence you know what your kid gets um and it sometimes it's not at all about the hockey uh and it's it's sad but it's like you know it's it's something everybody goes through and, and i hope uh it's limited i guess as well i have a question for the two of you yes sir uh, and this is purely, obviously, purely youth hockey, you know, say mites through Bantams. Um, I mean, can you think of a time where you were on a team and everything was just straight down the middle fair? The lines were fair. <laughs> the ice time was fair. The choice of captaincy was fair and everything was exactly how you would have designed it. Because I don't think I can think of an example from my yeah. perspective. Lance, Something yes, there's always favoritism in there. I, I do, Lance. And I also rode a unicorn home from the, the rink every night. <laughs> so yeah, just, I don't, I don't just to the audience, they should know that's what you're getting yourself into. If you think life is going to be fair in the world of hockey, then get into another sport. Well, but, but, you know, we were talking about this uh, uh, prior uh, in a conversation we were having, uh, Randy and I, uh, where we were talking about a couple scenarios with some teams. And um, uh, I played for, uh, or I had my son play for a team that where it abso- absolutely was egalitarian. The problem was that on that team, my kid was the best player and he had the most points. And, uh, he, but he, he got no extra time because of that. If anything, the team had too many players and the coach was absolutely just he made the lines and rolled them. And, he, you know, even to the point of like, uh, you know, keeping count, if it was line, you know, two had just been out at the end of the first period, line three started the, the second period. Uh, now I respect that coach, uh, young guy he was a good coach and and there were some good things that my kid got out of playing that year but um but i also there was times when i could ask a question of like geez i I, my kid's been a lot of teams and he's uh he's carrying the water for this team and he doesn't really get treated as if he is the best player on the team which he you know clearly is from points and uh just performance and what what's happening and you know um so you know, it's, it's tough. Like, uh, you know, I, I think it's very difficult for any coach to, to really just say, I'm going to treat every player the same. It's, it's very difficult. And then conversely, like, do you not sort of think if your kid is one of the better players, well, shouldn't they be getting the traditional treatment of being out more and being on the, all the power plays and being the first guy out on the penalty kill. And, uh, and when the game's tight, shouldn't that, shouldn't he be the one that's you know, uh, shouldn't have been sitting on the bench for four minutes when this game, when we're down by one, you know, I believe uh, Ralston, the rule is if it's your kid, no. Uh, if it's somebody else's kid, sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, seems, that seems to be the luck that you have. I, you know, we've been lucky to have a lot of good coaches too, uh, by the way. And so I don't want to seem like this is, uh, but, but we've been in, you know, you know, I've been in a similar situation uh, and you just sit there and you go, what does my kid have to do to earn a, a little bit of respect on on a team? And and sometimes um, there's just nothing you can do about it. Uh, but um, you know, I I think if you can respectfully advocate uh, for your kid, 
especially if you see everyone else around you doing it. I think sometimes uh, you do have to do that uh, just to play the game, just to keep it from being uh, something that all of the the shit lands on your kid's head and all the glory uh, goes to whoever the coach wants, you know, the glory to have. Um, uh, I mean, that's interesting because I, I kind of feel like I just, I, I wouldn't do it. I know. I, mean, I, 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 I know. just, I like at the end of the day, I kind of feel like, I'm just not going to get down in the muck. I know this crap out. I'm just saying, Uh, but that's what will happen. Will happen. And your high road leads to uh, um, uh, a good place eventually coach, but not in hockey. (laughs) No, I mean, I guess that's the point. It sounds like you guys are, uh, would you, uh, would you both advocate? Cause I I don't don't talk. I mean, I want the purpose of this for, for other people. I have thrown tantrums. uh, uh, You know, I have a yearly tantrum about something. I have thrown tantrums. I've never thrown a tantrum at a coach uh, uh, to my, to my memory. Uh, but by the way, somebody's like going to youth hockey podcast be like, eh, actually back in 2017, uh, I was there when you threw a coach. Well, I, I, I've never seen but you no. throw a tantrum, but I, I know for a fact you've, yeah. you've had, you've had uh, a situation where it was very, you had a very unpleasant conversation with a coach over stuff where uh, and i completely understood i did you're right okay that is true uh but that uh, that uh, you have to understand that was about my daughter uh when it's your daughter all whole it's everything's over i'm talking about something i'm not even talking about that oh i had a a totally different one oh i had a coach in boston that i just i could have lined up and just run him over if i uh if i had uh you know if i yeah that well that was i would have taken a flamethrower what was it what was the uh the sound man somebody else they would i was half the man man i used to be i would have taken a flamethrower to this place Right. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, uh, that one, Wilkes. that one was pretty cut and dry. I think any, any yeah. reasonable person would say that that coach was a complete imbecile, but you, you also oh, had, a knob. you had a situation where you, uh, a coach that you actually respected, but you know, there, you, you were on uh, other sides of, of a kind of contentious thing where you felt uh, you weren't being treated right. And in that situation, was it like, okay, I've got to have this conversation. I'm really pissed off. I, you know, every, every string that can be pulled in my, you know, my feeling about this as a parent is being pulled right now. Is it better to be in that situation? Cause you, you went through it and you dealt with it. Uh, I know that you were, I'm trying to remember which situation. Well, well I will, about. I will say okay. that the, give, this particular situation, this particular situation had to do with, uh, you're, you know, one of your children had one of my children, on a yeah. team played really well the year before. And then suddenly the next year was unexpectedly not being even oh. chosen for the roster. Yeah, the no, see, I, I, that one, it didn't, you know, that one. Um, uh, yes, uh, I had, a, uh, but you know, I, I had the time to line up another team for him. And he really loved the team he got on. And so sometimes the injustices, I, I guess that's a good lesson. Sometimes uh, what you perceive as a great injustice will lead to a valuable opportunity. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, I don't know what the Spider-Man thing is, but with great injustice, I believe comes great hockey opportunity. I think <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. it was. I think MJ said it to, to one of the 
spider verses or the multiverse. I think the multiverse came in and said something like that at one point. That's what I don't I th- watch I a lot of Marvel, but my kids do, and they talk yeah. about it constantly. So I think that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That you there's a time to pick up your marbles and move on for an opportunity for something different. And yeah, because I didn't confront if you're, that. If you feel like you're battling, yeah, I didn't confront that coach at all. It's never going to work out. No, I didn't confront that coach at all. I just went straight to the next opportunity, and uh, it turned out to be a really good one. So, uh, so yeah, no, I uh, the only like, like I said, the only time I really remember confronting a coach uh, was over my daughter. Uh, my daughter, uh, uh, you know, she's my peach. I have a really hard time if somebody's going to be mean to her. I mean, like really kind of like shitty to her i'm like you know no you can be mean to the giffords all you like the minute it starts pouring out of my daughter i am going to uh you know bring the walls down on anyone uh because she didn't do anything bad she's a good kid she's really nice she's not like me at all she's like her mother (laughs) she's awesome and so just be nice to her please hockey just hockey be nice well lance did you uh did, did you want to wrap us up here? Um, I know we've gone longer than probably we should have as usual, especially when I host, but uh, <laughs> we were, I mean, we started out talking about captaincy. I, I you know, is there, any, is there anything good about captaincy? Uh, have, have you had an experience where your kids were captains or assistant captains where that was uh, something you thought was, was good for them? I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm at the only the only time, uh, well, where my kids were captains was, uh, and of course, they were on a team that didn't have captains. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's their that's their second year at, at Shattuck. Their coach really liked them a lot, and and understood that. Uh, it, it, Randy could attest to this. If you know my boys, they kind of take over a room. And uh, so that was a good experience because I can attest down- to this, especially with their terrible music uh, uh, choices. That they like <laughs> it has back. also been said Horrible. that they, they take over a room and hold it hostage. In fact, exactly. I, believe, I believe that was the full quote. No, aside from the aside from the music, though, uh, very personable guys who make friends and uh, and tend to, you know, sort of have a gravitational pull. Yeah, great. They're just great kids. Uh, you know, the, the podcast can't say nice. Well, I, you know, about those I, kids. They, they are, they are great kids. No, yeah. no doubt about it. But I mean, they're also boys and uh, you know, they, there's just something like I, there's, I guess it's sort of a, sort of a leadership quality. And sometimes it's funny because your kid can sort of have that vibe and, but they don't end up as the captains, but in this case they did. So, so what, what ended up happening? There? Well, in this particular case, like I said, I mean, and I don't know if it's still the same now, but in the years we were there and the years leading up to there, they didn't have captains. Um, as a matter of fact, they didn't even have names on the jerseys. <laughs> but like unofficially, did they? Um, so, yeah. So the, the the coach, he spoke to me about because, you know, he said he he recognized right away that um, that when the boys talked, people listened and that people followed them wherever they wherever the boys would lead him, whether it was the music that Dave loved so much or, or anything else. So he basically told him, look, school doesn't have captains, but you guys are the captains. When there's an issue, we expect, you know, we'll come to you. We expect you uh, to, to manage it and deal with it because, uh, uh, because we know you do command that audience. And so that was nice for them. It was a good experience 
And uh, and I guess I don't know why, but the coaches felt like there was I, I, there was problems that I wasn't privy to, and there were locker room problems, personality problems, and they the coaches left it to them to manage those issues and uh, make sure uh, that it didn't get out of hand. And they did; they loved it. Yeah, I think there's uh, there it can't if the roles like set properly there can be some really good things about it, but it's also something that if your kid is uh, a captain or assistant captain, I think it probably is worthwhile having a conversation with them about that, about what are the expectations and what does this mean for you? And how, how, how are you expected to, to behave? It, it can be a, a nice thing for a kid if they do get that selection, get that opportunity. Uh, and it can be something where it's uh, maybe um, a character uh, growth type of thing like challenge yourself and and uh, you know are you actually behaving like a captain right now like uh are, are you are you getting all of your teammates on the same page in a positive way um you know these type of things so anyway yeah and you know uh, if you look in, if you look around the leagues uh like in the nhl you know different captains bring different things to the table i mean i remember you know, Dustin Brown, a lot of people didn't understand why he was a captain of the Kings for so long, but he had an incredible work ethic. And so he captained by example. And, uh, right. you not, know, he not, led not by a guy example. who was going to give a, give a fiery speech, but, but a guy who led the league in, in hits, like, uh, I don't know how many years. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then you have a guy like uh, Ovechkin, who I think would give a fiery speech and, I, I think there's YouTube videos of him yelling at his play at the players, you know, uh, and getting angry with them, expecting them to play at the level of commitment he was playing at, you know. So different people, like you said, Brown's quiet. Ovechkin is probably very loud, and uh, you know, different, uh, you know, different guys bring different things to the table. Quick way you know to wrap I- it up, if you don't mind, your favorite captain of a of a uh, sport of a hockey team ever. Uh, and then we'll let these uh, poor people uh, off the hook. My favorite captain, I'll start. Marcel Dion, come on. Okay. Los Angeles Kings. Coach? Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the, the guy that uh, was the most influential uh, hockey player in the, in the state where I grew up. And, uh, you know, part of the reason why I play hockey are uh, thanks to the success that he had with his team, uh, Bobby Clark. And I want, I want to, like, this guy was a captain on a different level in that one of the great uh, players they had um, is a uh, Native uh, Native American from Canada, a guy named Reggie Leach. Uh, still has the record, I believe, for most uh, goals in a single playoff. I believe that's true. They still has that. Um, just a phenomenal talent, but um, unfortunately – as a young guy, like a lot of people that, that, I mean, this guy literally grew up on a, uh, a, a um, whatever they call it uh, in, in Canada back in those days, like especially a lot of the, the native uh, Americans were, uh, were like forced into, into these schools and the, you know, so he was living on like, I guess a reservation would be fair to call it. And it was very impoverished there. It's just like a miraculous that a guy like, a kid like this could come out of an environment like that and make it to be one of the best uh, players in the NHL, which he did. But um, like a lot of people from his community, he 
um, he had a drinking problem. I guess there's no other way to say it. He, he drank a lot. And there was, and there was literally games where he would uh, have tied one on and really just wasn't even able to play. And so the cat, the uh, coach for the team would go to Bobby and say, Reggie, do, do I put him in tonight or not? Uh, and Clarky, uh, as they call them back in those days, would uh, give the, he would like go, you know, basically talk to Reggie for a minute. And, yeah, coach, he's, he's in tonight. He's good. Or now nope, we better, uh, he better be scratched tonight if he had a few too many. So uh, that uh, great guy, also a player that um, had um, uh, type two di- type two diabetes uh, and uh, managed to, to uh, overcome that. So yeah, Bobby Clark, I think, I think he's the gold standard for, for uh, a, a captain in hockey period. Okay, coach, uh, not that I'm clocking it, but uh, Lance took a 10 second shift and you just took two minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> I know, but hey, you've got you you to pace it. yourself. You got to pace yourself, coach. You open you, the door. Everybody knows 40 second shifts max. <laughs> 40 seconds max. Anyway, uh, Joey Sackett, uh, 16 seasons with the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, yeah, just the best. Great so time. thanks for listening. Uh, and if you get a chance, uh, rate us on Apple. If you like us, if you don't like us, don't worry about it. Uh, and uh, if uh, if you get a chance, uh, you want to send us an email, youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com, youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com. See you around the rinks. Remember to visit Gabe Gifford Hockey. The link is in the description and the webpage below.